I don't really know how loud this is at this very moment in time. Um, I've got it on medium. No, my, I think I've got it on low right now. Oh, my little zoom. I think it's just better on medium because then, well, he, I mean, okay, now that I figure out about how to kind of edit my audio, I don't really feel that I need to have the gain so high. So I'm going to leave it at this and, um, and we'll see because I don't really see anything happening with these gains being so low either. Okay, so I guess we'll just keep it at medium because medium, so mid gains is where we are right now. Well, that's a little bit of a shame. Do I have a different kind of mic though? Oh, you know what? I mean, this should be, this is a fucking zoom, man. Like I don't, do I need another mic? I just bought a Samson and sure, I guess I could have the Samson if I wanted. But why have the Samson when I'm actually with the Zoom? Okay, so I'm just gonna place it down right now and leave it be. It is on top of three of my handphones and one tablet and a jar of peanut butter. What jar are we looking at? Let me look. Smuckers, <laughs> what a name. Smuckers peanut butter. I'm currently, if you hear that, I am holding two vitamin C, 500 milligrams each. What is this? This was a, I think this was collagen, vegan kind of collagen and a vitamin K. I've decided that I need to get serious with my supplements now that I've turned 41. I'm like, holy fuck. How did I even turn 41? Sometimes I get really excited because it's like, ah, I'm so much closer to 50. I know this sounds really strange. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my vitamins, so give me a moment. Or vitamin C. Abort mission. My tea is still a little bit too hot. Well, that was stupid, Elizabeth. Okay, I'm just gonna hold it in my hand. If you are new here to my podcast, probably the reason why I sent this to you, oh well, I mean if you're already a subscriber, fantastic. Do you know that I will never really know how many people are actually listening and subscribing? I do look once in a while at the the insights and I go, oh well, there are actually people from all over the world listening to me, but I don't actually know and it's not like I ever get like comments on my, on my Spotify or or the podcast um, anchor that I'm on. So I just, it's honestly, I like it. I like that I have no idea who's listening and where you're coming from and what you think. Because very much like my YouTube, but even more like my YouTube um, and a lot more than my YouTube, I find that these podcasts still need to be very much private and uh, I mean it's changed many times and um, it's been a while since I've uploaded because I have been extra tired 
um, yeah and just the idea of having to put something up it's like oh my god why but I do know that you are all listening and I am very grateful and if I did I did send this to you welcome welcome to my hidden podcast I find that you are special and most likely we had a connection we had a bond and I felt like hey you may like my content some people like just listening to my bullshit and um someone told me it's like having a best friend sleepover and just chatting and gossiping away because that's pretty much me in a nutshell in these podcasts I am bitching away about life um it's the stuff that probably is unfiltered yes most likely is unfiltered and that I would never put up on social media although to this day been more than a year a year if I deleted all my social media accounts last year April what are we looking at me June July so a year and three months since I deleted all my social media accounts so this this and my YouTube really and my TikTok are the only things up there and the stuff that I put in here I wouldn't obviously never put in my my YouTube and, and my TikTok so it is a very special place for me and because I travel a lot and I meet such amazing special people I, I feel that we bond and and you know this is for you and some of you have found me and and dug into the rabbit hole that is Liz love love Liz and and who've been following me following me since I was love love Liz and which I'm very very honored and um, found me in just by digging wow you guys are good you guys are good and uh, some of you say that yeah it's just nice listening to my voice as uh, as you fall asleep because my voice and maybe the content is uh, quite sedative and hey you know if I can help you sleep at night because I am definitely not the best sleeper then uh, good I feel like I've done my job I feel like I've done my job. I am definitely sleeping a lot better. But, um, yeah, I think it's because I just tire myself out way early in the morning. And I've been regularly on my ADD meds. And I love them. I really love them. I think they've made my sleeping a lot more regular. And even my mindset a lot better. So, yeah, I have a lot... Of good things to say about um, Ritalin and Concerta. What is that? I hear some tapping outside. Maybe Noah is watering the plants? I don't know what that is, but anyway. So, it is not late night. The reason why it's called a yogi's dark night is because I used to wake up uh, in the middle of the night and not be able to sleep and I'd be really angry and I needed to talk and I can't journal anymore really my fingers just don't do it anymore 
Um, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have a really, really short, like, brief. If in case this is your first time listening, um, just backstory on. Um, I have a connective tissue disorder, as called Ellis Danlos syndrome. Although some people call it hyperelasticity disorder now, I think. Um, whatever it's called now. Now mine is very, very average. I wouldn't say it's mild. It's pretty moderate, if anything. Not severe. So, you know, touch wood, I have yet to use a um, wheelchair to carry myself around or need um, support, uh, other kinds of support for my joints. Because the way it happens, it can attack it can attack the internal organs. Yes, it connects. It, I mean, it's a connective tissue. So, I mean, it can it can attack any any part of the connective tissue, mostly and more commonly the joints. And so, for people who are double jointed or hyper elastic, um, it seems like a really cool party trick. But as we grow older, if we are not strengthening our joints and taking care of our joints then we start to really feel the pain in our joints. Now, everybody is different. Even the four of us in my family and my, and the sibling, my siblings and I, we're very different with how, where it, it attacks us. So, like, for example, my sister dislocated her thumb, if I'm not mistaken, while she was doing a push-up. My brother tends to feel not only his joints, but his bones, right? into his skin when he is not feeling well I think something I think he like overstrained his eyes to a point where it couldn't go back it couldn't like it I wouldn't say it popped out because that's not the right word but he overstrained it and so he's got these very special kaleidoscope kind of uh, glasses just so that he can see normally and um my mother, uh, because it's genetic, it, it comes from my mother's side, and, and my mom is only in her 60s, and she's always had a, she's had a really hard time walking, and we don't heal well either, it takes us a really long time to heal, but anyway, that story is for another time, and you can probably find me on YouTube talking about that particular story, because it really is the essence and the foundation to how I got into fitness and being well and all that kind of stuff, so anyway, all this to say, um, yeah, I, why, why am I even talking about that? The backstory of my, episode. oh yes, because of journaling. <laughs> okay. Yes. This is Liz. This is Liz Sober. Um, actually that's the reason why I take the collagen and the vitamin K. I wouldn't say it's for good looks, although I love the plus point of it, but I do feel because, oh yeah, you know, my, when I was first diagnosed, I had my left knee was swollen for two weeks and they couldn't figure out what it was. Once they figured out what it was and I was diagnosed, I had a knee guard for a year. Uh, I had to use it for a year and I was on glucosamine and chondritin at 19 for a year and a half. So yeah, I'm going to try my, my tea again and see if it's cold enough. So vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> I had to bite into it. Mm. And it's really sour. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Okay. 
So. Mm. Oh, and then wash that down. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. So as much as I maybe like journaling, although I've been journaling for years and years and years and years and years, um, I started to not only not understand why I was journaling anymore, but at the same time, I really couldn't hold a pen anymore because every joint in my fingers would hyperextend and there would be no support. I eventually bought um, three sets of finger brace, like ring splints, and I love them, but I do keep my writing as uh, at a minimum. So I do not journal, and this then became my journal. So when I woke up late at night and I needed to vent and talk shit about shit, this was it. And I decided to broadcast it um, on the down low because I felt that other people would resonate with the things I had to say and, you know, the quieter and the, the silent things that I needed to say. I felt like I had to say. Anyway, so that's why it's called a yogi's dark night, um, because it would have been done um, in the dark of the night, mostly between one to four. Although right now it's about eight p.m. and the sun is still kind of shining on Missouri, but I didn't want to wake, I didn't want to go to sleep so early, and I was downloading, uploading something on Dropbox, so I had time. I now have time. The reason why it's called a yogis is because um, while I don't really see myself as a yogi in any way, shape, or form, I do do yoga, and I do believe in it. I believe in meditation. I believe in affirmations. I believe in breath work. All the good stuff. But I did feel that, you know what, we, we should be... I feel like there's the reality is that also yogis are humans and we bitch and we can do dark things too. So let's go to what was my topic for today because that's the leading into my topic, dark things. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to title this, but I think the title should go back to and if you look into my my list it would be something on sex and I would say I would go under the category of the other woman again I think this would be part three or part four I don't know and eventually I will look into my library and, and decide which one it is but we're going to go back to this the other woman because I have been I'm very open to admit that um I, maybe before I did feel shame about it and now I'm just like, we're always going to be, we're, we're most likely in our life going to be the other woman or the other man in somebody's life in our lifetime. Yeah. Um, because it's exciting. It's exciting and it's naughty and it's like forbidden. It's the forbidden fruit and yet it's just, it just powers us. And so... I was to a woman this time and what did I think about it nothing much um, 
she seems to have a pretty open conversation with her husband. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, am I the other woman? Am I, am I the secret other woman? Probably not because once we did, um, fool around one night, um, eventually when her husband came back from a trip, she did share it and he seemed fine about it. I don't know because I haven't actually met him yet and I'm kind of trying to trying to avoid it at this very moment in time. There is a reason though I'm avoiding it. Um, but I'll get back to, into that in a minute. So it's not like this was in secret. But I felt very much like this needs to be a topic all by itself. Because I am getting a little sick and tired of married people. Um wanting to get naughty but looking elsewhere apart from themselves i'm so sick and tired of that i yeah because then i I hate being that secret other woman um for everyone for the male or the female and both you know like it's like wait i get that i'm hot thank you but what about you guys what what about you why aren't you doing and putting effort into taking care of yourself and making yourself sexy? That would be my topic today. It drives me crazy because it's like, okay, so I'm, I'm now at an age. It's crazy. At 41, I am at an age where a lot of my friends are not only married, but they've been married for at the very least a decade. At the very least. Um, let me think about this. Yeah. Because maybe they got married and then they got divorced. And maybe they're single right now. And that's a, a different story. But I, if I think about my circle of people that I know, the majority have, have at the very least gotten married. They've been married for 10 years. Okay? So mostly got married at around 31. And, which is great. At the very least. Some of them have got married, got married I don't know, in their mid-20s, mid-20s. Um, and so right now they're still kind of okay, but things are getting a little bit stale, would be the word. And um, so far my friends in, in their 40s and our 40s um, are okay-ish. You know, I'm, st- I'm seeing some people who we used to fool around, party, whatever, in our 20s, calling me back in our 40s. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Adding me on Facebook, you know, wondering what I'm doing. It's like, "Mm, okay. Yeah, you totally avoided me when you get when you got married, but hey, welcome back. Now that you have two slash three, four kids and um, not looking your sexiest self and not having so much fun as you used to, now you're calling me back? That's interesting how that table turned so quickly. Okay, maybe not that quickly. Maybe it did take 10 years, but oh, I hear something. Oh, and it disappeared. I should turn off these phones. Yes, maybe I should do that. So as I do that, I will continue talking. So 
when I am the other woman, although I've, I've been the other woman at a very, very young age, not proudly, but it does happen as such, as such is life. Most of them happen to be around their 50s and to the 60s. Um, this particular woman, um, I'm assuming is in her 50s, mid 50s, mid 50s, late 50s. Anyway, so life is getting a little bit dull and um, so her husband is um, not as excited slash excitable anymore and is not interested and thus she is looking elsewhere and I seem to be the target. <laughs> I'm touched. Yeah, I'm touched. And yet, I'm a little bit annoyed because it's like, I, I get that you want some thing, but, um, there we go. So my mic is back up on the three phones, now that they're all turned off, and the smuckers jar. Smuckers, smuckers, smuckers. What a funny name. Oh, I love American names. They're so funny. I think it's funny that people think I'm American because I sound so American. And I get how I sound, but in my head, things like smuckers sounds weird. Like aluminum. <laughs> mm. Okay, that was the vitamin K finally down. I've got the collagen one, and that one's kind of big. I'm going to wait for this tea to cool down a little bit more. So... Yes, I'm touched. But the thing is, it, it doesn't matter who the other person is who's, who's attracted to me. I look at it and think, but I take care of myself. I take care of how I look. I really put a lot of energy and time every single day to my sensual energies. I think that's a big deal. And you know what? I should be looking at my previous episode podcast on the other women because I just feel like I've talked about this before. And I am going to emphasize it one more time, um, especially for those of you who are new. Sensuality is a big-ass deal. It is a big deal. I think that people don't realize it. Um, they can go ahead, I don't know, maybe they can think, they, they can say, well, you know, the, the relationship is stale, it's the same person all the time, um, they can say that, you know, they want different things, whatever that may be and look like in their life, honestly, um, if they don't exude any kind of sexuality, uh, sexuality, sensuality in their energies, who's gonna who's gonna come for you who's gonna who's gonna want you really it's 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 so oh it it makes a huge difference like I am the way I I take care and invest or what would the word be like I there's a word I'm trying to think of a word like like gardening when you're um 
tending to my sensuality is by the things that I wear, by like looking at my body like it's an art. Every single tattoo that I have on my body is placed um, strategically in a way that is beautiful to me. And the colors and the design of it. Um, I have an amazing tattoo artist and friend, so I really, really give thanks to him. But I, this is an art form. Tattooing is an art form. If it's going to be on my body, it better look fucking hot. And when I exercise every single day, even if I don't want to, even if I really, really don't want to, um, I'm so used to exercising. I'm so used to moving. I'm so used to loving the feeling of sweating and having a good run or or doing weights or doing yoga that I'm going to do it anyway. And I'm so grateful for it because then I, I, I love, love looking at my body naked. I'm so proud of it. It's still very much to this day something I'm so proud of. Yeah, you know, it's not exactly the same as it was before in my 20s, you know. I definitely, my my tits were definitely a lot perky then, for sure. But, you know, for 41, I'm not looking so bad. I massage every day still. You know, I remember massaging my body way in my, maybe in my late teens and early 20s because I I wanted soft skin, I love scrubbing, I love that whole sensuality of it because I knew, and I don't know where I found this, maybe maybe it was a teen magazine or something, a beauty magazine about like, you know, being proud of yourself and looking at yourself and loving yourself naked and that already is such a, it's it's a it's a goal is the goal it's it's a it's a reminder it's a reminder of like yeah i can i can use clothes to hide my body and i'm very happy with baggy clothes really like i am wearing my one of my baggiest pajamas right now and i love it i love the free flowing but i want to be able to take off my clothes and be very proud of my body and how it's shaped and as I grow older, I think it was in my mid-30s that I started to feel that my muscles were getting softer. They don't, they are not as muscular and as toned as before and it takes forever to tone them. And, you know, like right now, I've been working really, really hard. So I really love snacking. Like I love snacking. And you know what? Vegan snacks now are the bomb. Okay. I love like these vegan cheese puffs. They're my favorite. I love them. It makes me feel like a kid and I will devour them and I don't care. So I am softer in places. I'm a little bit saggier in places. I have I have more wrinkles, like fine lines and wrinkles as well, for sure. You know, I do I can see that my eyes are looking a little bit smaller, but it doesn't matter because overall when I look at myself, I'm so proud of where I am. You know, I, I just love me. There's so much about it that I love. I don't, I, I just, I know that like when I, when I wake up in the morning, okay, when I wake up in the morning, I may not be thinking about how much I love myself because 
It's just more like, ugh, I'm, I'm up. Okay, I'm up. What do I do now? But once I'm up, and, you know, um, it doesn't matter whether I've decided it's going to be a yoga day or a weight day or a run day or whatever day, I love peeling my clothes off my sweaty body and just going into a dance and just just being so in awe with my body and I feel very much that that builds so much sensuality and I feel like that is the stuff that definitely gets me in trouble 100% definitely gets me in trouble but fuck I am hot And so when I have to deal with people who are attracted to me and they are in a relationship or they're married and they are not taking care of themselves, I'm like, "Mm." but I am and that's not fair. And sure, you know, I will mess around maybe the first time and then I'm going to like not really feel into it anymore. Most likely I had a lot of alcohol and or recreational something to get me going. But then after that, like if I'm not going in for seconds, there is a reason. I went in the first time probably out of politeness and to be nice. And because I needed, I had a scratch. Uh, I had a scratch. I had an itch that I needed to scratch. But, oh, let me just go stretch my legs. Hmm. Look at these fine legs. Okay, so I have to say, there are definitely a little bit more lines in my legs. And these little tiny cellulites are a little bit more obvious. But still gorgeous. Look at this color. Mm. Beautiful legs. So, what was I saying? Okay, yeah. So, um, I definitely in the beginning would have an itch that I needed to be scratched and then after that I'm like yeah I'm out of here or I can't especially if there was no any real conversation yeah yeah and I kind of felt with her it just felt like the conversation was kind of get going nowhere. I didn't really feel like there was a back and forth. And I also am not exactly a fan. This is me pouring tea, by the way, if you can hear from the background. Um, I'm also not a fan of talking about sex so much. I mean, like, maybe I liked it when I was, like, maybe in my 20s. The, but the, the sort of sex talk, you know, like, oh, you know, I just, you know, I'm doing the best that I can to not jump you right. Mm. especially like if we've already had sex it's like oh honey that ship has sailed like i'm already out the minute i come it's like we are not doing any kind of dirty talk because no just because no because there's so much more i like i i just need to have more of a connection with somebody and I just get, I just get bored if, if there isn't any, and if it's only about sex, it's like, oh, I can't, I don't have it in me, you know, like, 
my previous relationship shout out to olivia if you do find me i don't i really don't think you would because it's been a while um since i've had my last podcast and i don't know if you do follow and i know that you are very busy but a shout out to olivia if you do listen you know i, I do feel and we talk we definitely do talk um we're still really good friends and so he knows that that you know it was a it was a transition from a a relationship a six year relationship into friendship that was so done so smoothly that I wish that all my relationships were done that way you know because we can still have a connection and we can still have a conversation that is just long and deep and meaningful and that is so important to me now over time we obviously wanted different things and we moved on but we still kept this this deep meaningful connection and that is more important to me and more se- sensual to me than just the sex you know and i don't i mean um uh, i don't know would i find him sexy yeah you know well maybe not oh my god if you're listening right now i'm so sorry that i'm saying this but yo like his his mustache i'm like it's i've never been a fan and he knows that like i've never been a fan of the mustache but that's what he's been sporting for a year plus and it's great it's great that i am not in that relationship with him because it yeah it's just not exactly the most sexiest to me but um, no, I mean, like we've we've had our our thing coming, and and we obviously wanted different things, and and um, yeah, he and I knew that like even our our need for sex and the duration, not duration, but the t- time frame. No, there's something else I wanted to say, not duration, but the um, amount of time a week. Um, yeah, I I don't need it very often. I really don't. I spend a lot of my energy on work and creativity and thinking. I am very much a head person, very very much a head person, and a very much a body person. That um, having wanting sex with another human being every single day or five, four or five times a week is like no. I mean, if I can just about get it like once a month, I feel very happy. Um, and if I get it like two, three times a month, it's like, okay, that this has been a blessing. But yeah, I think having it like more than once a week is a little bit too much for my poor little body. And I don't know if that has anything to do with age or just me or my condition. I don't care, honestly. I just, that's just who I am. But it doesn't really matter, like, how many times a month that I want to have sex. And it doesn't matter that I may not be the horniest motherfucker, you know, in, in the block. It really doesn't matter. I know for a fact that I exude sensuality and I and it's real and I think that all of you people who follow me and who listen to me whether you are married or not 
not married or going to be married or have been in a relationship for many, many years and are fe- and, and you're feeling like the fire is dying down before you start to go and ask your partner slash husband slash wife like you know for something for a little bit more spark you need to really turn that mirror to you and really look at your own sensual sexual energy what are you bringing to the table what are you changing in your life if you are not eating well and you're not exercising and you are not moving like a sexual human being like a ravishingly hot sensual siren you cannot be asking your partner slash wife slash husband slash whatever to do the same i think it's a partnership and if you decided that you're going to be in this partnership together then both of you need to do the dance you can't have one person doing the dance and being super sexual and wearing the hottest um sexiest red dress in high heels and the other one is like wearing flip-flops and a man beater shirt do they still call it man beater shirt by the way i'm not too sure it's the same the other way around and so if you are a man and you are not taking care of yourself and you are going around looking for other women because they're hotter than your wife instead of doing something okay well first off maybe you should talk to your wife and and like talk to her about sensual energy and I, i don't know what her thought is on that but you really also need to look at yourself and and look at like what are you putting in to your own sensual sexual energy okay because the other women you know who are that you are hunting down first off i mean if if i really don't feel any sexual energy from you and i am no i am just walking away or avoiding you completely um if i pick up a sensual energy something about you that is mm, playful then i think i will definitely yeah i will play with that i will definitely go with that but the majority of the time um men you're not putting your work in either you know you're not looking at yourself and and taking care of yourself either okay you're mostly at the bars drinking or at the pub drinking it's it's gross so take care of yourself i've seen i know that like men who really do take care of yourself it's just it's just another kind of love it doesn't even matter if it's a man or a woman a woman like myself you know or a non-binary whichever gender you want to put yourself we are all sexual sensual human uh, energetic human beings um we are all sensual sexual energies there we go elizabeth and we need to live up to that instead of first off i can't imagine that you all still feel ashamed about it especially if you've been in a long-term relationship for for or marriage um it what is there to be ashamed of it's about time you change it up change it up do something and it's the little things it really is the little things it's exercising an hour a day not even an hour if you don't have it even half an hour because like you know it's not like i'm putting in an hour every day i promise you at the very least it's half an hour at the very max it's probably an hour 45 minutes to an hour because it's like ugh, even i get lazy but i do it because i feel good I love how I look and I'm not going to get back into that. 
You already know how I feel about that. So putting in the exercise, but also looking at yourself and saying, yeah, I want to look hot. You know, you don't want to have to eat. For men, you don't have to do much to look sexy. It's not like I want you to wear a thong. It's not like I need you to wear tight clothes. No no woman needs you to wear, no woman or man needs you to wear tight clothes, no, or anything flashy. But looking smart and just the way you stand, another thing, the way you stand, posture is hot. That is something I think about all the time. So I took a Pilates um, as a way of taking care of my joints, but it was always about posture. And I mean, I, I, I started off in the gym and I worked out very a lot. I was definitely a lot more buff in my early 20s, obviously. And I remember thinking like, yeah, all I needed to do was have my shoulders back and I just looked hotter not even confident but just sexier and I wanted that I wish I had a bit more of a figure I don't really have the kind of figure I just do like I don't have the Latino figure that is from my mom's side but I was so proud of like you know how toned my legs were how defined they were and my arms and I just felt like that was sexy like I could wear a dress and I could shimmy down the the club and just look sexy, you know. Um, and I would wear clothes that would be flattering on my body. It's not like all clothes are flattering on my body, okay? It's, you know, like, yeah, it's not. I just know my body shape enough that I know what would suit me. And I know my style. And I know what would look hot for me. So, all this to say, a little bit of exercise really goes a long way. Also, just drinking more water, all that kind of stuff, eating more vegetables. You know, I've, girl, I've been vegan for, what are we on? 2022. So, 11 years now. And so, I think it's great. I mean, like, if I can still pile on the junk food and still look like this, I think I'm doing good. I could look better, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of proud of having a little bit more junk in my trunk. I like it. <laughs> so yeah, eating well, doing breath work and then the self-care stuff I think is really important. I, I want to put that last because there's so much other stuff that I'm working from the inside out. So that is the exercise. Okay, so ideally, I would love to have a lot more sleep. That would be great. But, you know, that doesn't really come naturally to me. And I do try. But, okay, so I'm supplementing and then I exercise. I eat well and um, I practice my smile. Huh, that's another one. Practice my smile. I dance um, and look at myself and I'm naked. I have really good posture. Um, strengthen my joints, all that jazz. And then we start to look at the other stuff. Okay, also, yeah, knowing what would be sexy and and what I wear. Moisturizer. Moisturizer, um, skincare routine. I have to say, I am naturally very lazy. And I would rather just do the skincare routine in the morning and not at night. 
But I know that some people have a morning and a night care, and it's like, great. Uh, for me, if I can just have myself oiled and moisturized and all that stuff, um, I feel like that's enough. <laughs> but I also do face exercises, and, you know, I massage my face and stuff. Oh, but, like, massage is such a big deal, like I was saying, you know, like, I just love massaging myself. I think it's so important I feel like it's important for my skin I think it's important for my muscles I love it I just I just feel like there's just so much love there's just so much love that I'm giving to my skin and and I'm just rubbing my legs right now like just in admiration of my beautiful skin I mean I'm doing pretty well but that all comes last I feel I feel like all the other stuff comes first. And like I said, maybe, maybe, and I'm not sure whether this is genetics, but, you know, or being vegan, and maybe I'm able to skip the night care routine um, because I take care of myself in the morning stuff, you know? I really prioritize myself. That's where sensuality and sexuality come from. And I find that the majority of Western, and I would say specifically, because I don't really know, but like specifically British, European, and North Americans really don't do sexuality and sensuality well. Um, most likely it was a taboo, maybe it was not important, but on this, and you know, I'm going to add in Malaysian as well, because I mean, Asians in general, um, Latinos do it so well, though. Maybe even Filipinos. I'm going to say Filipinos. I'm going to put Filipinos in there for doing it really, really well. Mm, do Indians do it well? You know, their sari is pretty damn hot. They know how to... Yeah, I think... I'm going to say that Indians do it pretty well, too, you know? Like, when it comes to sexuality. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to say yes to Indians. So... South Americans, um, Indians, maybe even um, the Arabic, the ones who do the belly dancing, because I don't really know which culture that is, because I know Egyptians do that culture, um, do belly dancing, extremely sexy, and I think there's there's a lot to be said for that to to that like exude a sensuality, um, yeah. Even if you're wearing baggy clothes, I like to believe. I am hmm, not a fan of twerking, by the way. Fucking hate it. I really, like, I'm not a fan of hip-hop. Or, what's the other one? Reggaeton. Ooh, fucking hate it. Like, I really hate it. I'm not a fan of thongs. Although I will wear to the gym. I find that's important. Or, like, with pants. But I would never wear a thong bikini. I just call me old-fashioned, but I just do not need to see people's asses in my face. Um, so, like, you know, when I see girls and ladies, young ladies, wearing booty shorts, it's like, oh. And maybe one might say I'm a little bit jealous because it's not like I have the booty for these kind of shorts. But at the same time, was never one to wear booty shorts like that. Never. Just, mm, that was just, mm, no. My, like, even my skirts and my shorts would be short, but never that kind of short. But to be fair, I don't have the booty to to <laughs> fill these kind of shorts up anyway. 
So, yeah, never been a fan. Um, not been a fan of anything like super duper tight and super duper revealing. Although, having said that, a lot of my dresses are sexy. They are sexy and they can be revealing. But I'm, I'm, I always wear like a jacket or something on top of it or a scarf or whatever. So there's like a hint of sexiness and yet it's covered. Um, and, and I do like to keep a little bit of modesty and be playful. That's the other thing. Being playful with the sensuality is important to me. I need playfulness. I need, I need cheekiness. I like that. I really like that. I definitely have had problems with dealing with people who are needy. And I felt that she was. Let's go back to that particular event. I felt that she was. And I've been in many, many situations where I felt like the person is needy. And it totally overrides the sexy energy. The sensual energy totally overrides. If I start to feel like the neediness, the whininess, the desperation. Oh my god, there's this dude that I thought was cute in the beginning. We were in where was I? I was dancing in LA. I was I was in a club, love this club, you know, an underground club, which was kind of expensive, but never mind. Um and this I thought the guy was really, really cute, and at first was fun and then started to hump me like dry hump me and I was like what the fuck is happening and then I realized that he was like commenting on music like oh okay well I guess this music it's not like really like salsa but I guess people like this music and I'm like thinking what is this motherfucker doing in this kind of club like I love EDM and I love techno I love techno I love house this is a house club an underground house club and he's bitching about the music while dry humping me and i'm like okay and now i'm now i'm tired and then i kind of dance away and he kept on wanting to hump me and i'm like oh my god this is and then i'm like telling my friend we gotta go i'm i'm tired of this and this dude this dry humping bunny whiny bunny was like bitching he was just bitching right in front of me and saying you're gonna do that like don't like don't leave me all blue ball and i'm like fuck man some boys are just fucking whiners like have some fucking integrity man like why like again he wasn't sexy whatsoever he comes into the club everybody else you know who are into the music and like either into the music only there for the music you know they're looking stylish they're looking chic um some maybe looking a little bit overly sexy i would say but you know they're fun the majority are fun this dude looked like he walked out of high school well not even because he looked like a 35 year old walking out of high school with his baggy shorts and his baggy shirt he looked like he's just he's he's a gamer and and like nothing about him looked good he just looked sluggish and he just i was like what the fuck is this dude anyway for a while he was following us because it was like driving and um he was following us and i guess then he gave up after a while because (laughs) first off i didn't really know where i was going in la so maybe that was great that i didn't know where i was going but anyway so that was stupid 
I don't do whiny. I don't do whiny. I don't do desperate. I just don't do it. I feel it. And it's like, it is a, a lot more of a powerful energy that overrides everything. And it will totally kill the mood. If I have anybody going like, so, um, is it sexy time now? It's like, yo, we are already over before we began. I do like when people make the first move though, because I tend to talk a lot. I do. Kind of missed out on the opportunity with a really hot guy, but then after a while I'm like, eh, you know, maybe it was probably meant to be. And there's always going to be hot people. And you know what? Once you're, yeah, I'm going to say like, once you even talk to these hot people that's when it becomes a little bit sad like oh there's nothing going on with this person maybe i don't know i do love i do like really love sensual energy and i love playing with that so when i do meet someone who really has it, it's like yes let's play because at the end of the day it really is all play and I love it when it's playful. I really do. And I really miss it being playful. Um, but that person needs to be pretty much exactly like me. Needs to be in a, in a place where it's like, we're going to have a really good time. And I can feel that they take care of themselves. And they are in the same... What is that word? They're in the same dimension. They're in the same. We are the same, basically. Like we're in the same community. We are the same mind. We th we have the same mind. We think alike, and ev in everything. Okay, because I definitely love communicating, and yet at the same time, again. You know, people can talk cock all they want. Really, they do. They really do. And it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, early this year, I discovered the term woke fishing, and it's just completely blown my mind. It's like, yeah, of course, everyone can talk. So then it just, it's more about like, what is it that I'm feeling from this person? What is it that I'm feeling from you that is really, really hot? that I just want to fuck you upside down, you know? And I think that's important. I need to feel that. I definitely need to feel that. I need to feel it some way, shape, or form. I don't really care. I don't really even care if it's pheromones. Like, I just smell it and go, oh, yum. I just, I don't bite you. recently and it's like oh maybe I should be doing more of that not that I will be like tapping in and like you know because I kind of think that's a little bit silly but I know a lot of you will totally know that my voice is not only sedative but it's just a little seductive because you know I got that flair right all this to say is, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that, honey. But all this to say 
you get what I'm saying, right? You get now. Okay, I've talked long enough. Wait, how long have I even talked for? Let me just lift up this mic. Oh, Jesus. Like, it's been like 55 minutes. I've talked long enough. I've talked long enough that you get, right? You get that, like, I... If you're going to look for the other woman slash man slash person outside your fucking relationship, please turn around and work on yourself first. Please put some self-love and self-sex in your in your own energies before you go and look for others. Because like, it's not fair. It's not fair for for first off your partner, you know, but it's also not fair for someone like me the other woman slash man because it's like really you know because like we are really taking care of ourselves <laughs> come on you know like put some effort into it oh my god like honestly this is okay i gotta after this i gotta end this because like I, i'm gonna get into this bitching phase and like oh. but honestly if i'm going to eat i expect to be eaten okay and if i eat out and it's good and i am not eaten out the same way i'm not coming back okay like work on your fucking skills everything okay okay This is obviously not about you. I know because like all the people who are listening to me right now, it's not about you. I obviously have so much on my shoulders right now. I, I, I don't really, honestly. Hmm. But um, yes, thank you so much for listening. And um, all right, I, I'm gonna, I'll upload this right now. And I will put it out there into the world and see who picks it up, although I do have a selected number of people that I definitely will share this with, because I know that you guys will understand me. <laughs> I want to send you my love, and uh, again, I'm really sorry that I haven't been, like, you know, showing up on podcasts for a while. It's been busy. I do want to do an update. Um, if you do want more of my regular life it's on youtube and like you know it is there and um you know did a little bit on tiktok but um you know that's my day life but um you know i think you guys are special all right till next time mm-hmm.